This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, the Bible Talk program that follows the fantastic uh, program uh, by Daryl Wood. I mean, goodness gracious, what better can you do than run to win? A political expert also knows his Bible and theology, able to relate the Bible to culture in an astounding manner, Daryl Wood. Good to be following him on this program, the Bible Talk program. Pastor Emery Moss, good to be with you. And I'm open for questions. Any question you have about the Word of God uh, is welcome here. That's right. In the, at the end of the day, this program is yours. And so we encourage you to call with any biblical problems or difficulties you have. I'll do the very best I can to answer them. Uh, I want to be your biblical consultant for this hour, so give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, And yesterday, we got into a discussion of how do you know that the Bible includes the correct books. Now, some of the answers were very good that were given, uh, but I want to give you some astounding stuff, in my opinion, from the Word of God itself, uh, where the Bible literally talks about the fact that there was a distinguishing between sacred literature and secular literature. In other words, let's put it this way. Everything that, that... Uh, the Jewish community wrote down, did not get put in Scripture, right? It was a selective process. And we see this in the Bible where you really don't see it in many other religions at all. Uh, The first place I would take you to would be Ezekiel. We have some amazing statements there. Remember, you can call while I'm talking. I see uh, Pamela was there. Call back, Pam. We're going to get to you. Just let me talk a little bit here, and we'll be ready to get you if you can hang on. Here in Ezekiel, chapter 13. Amazing. Okay? You can read Hinduism. You can look at Buddhist thought, but you won't see stuff like you see here uh, in the Word of God dealing with this particular issue. It's amazing. Where, when it comes down uh, to the Bible, of course, needless to say, God was very careful to preserve what was said by true prophets from false prophets. All right? He didn't want any philosophizing going on. It either was his word or it wasn't. So we read in Ezekiel chapter 13 and verse 8 where it says, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, because you have spoken vanity and seen lies, therefore, behold, I am against you, saith the Lord God. That's what all of these false prophets need to realize. God isn't playing. Don't be saying God said something and he didn't. Okay, Uh, God doesn't like that. Uh, Then he goes on to say this. So he's criticizing false prophets. But then look what happens in verse 9. He says, And mine hand shall be upon the prophets that see vanity. That means 
they're, what they're seeing is nothing. They're making up their prophecies, all right? or either getting them from the devil. He says, And mine hand shall be upon the prophets that see vanity and that divine lies. They shall not be in the assembly of my people. Okay? So false prophecies would not be in the assembly of his people. Neither shall they be written in the writings of the house of Israel. So then false writings were not included with sacred writings. There was a clear difference. Now, there might be some things that were in secular history of the Jews that still didn't come into the Bible, right? It's got to be the word of God. But he says, neither shall they be written in the writings of the house of Israel, neither shall they enter into the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord God. So we see the Bible, unlike other religious documents, makes a difference between what was secular or wrong and what was truly the word of God. And only true prophecies and those books written by authorized prophets got into the biblical text. We're going to look at the New Testament in a moment on the same issue. But we've got Angela from Royal Oak calling, as all of you can. Call that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Moss, just as Angela from Royal Oak is doing. Hello, Angela. You are on the Bible talk program. Oh, hi, Pastor. This is my second time calling in. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I got a couple of things I want to talk about. Um, well, the first thing is um, Kanye West and it's Joe Osteen. Why did Kanye West pursue him? I mean, Joe Osteen, is, is he very biblical? I listened to Bob Ducos a couple of times, and Bob Ducos don't take, you know, Joe Osteen follow the word of Jesus Christ. He don't mean to speak about Jesus Christ very much, Mr. Osteen. So how come Kanye West chose him, not like another pastor, like a Jesse Lee Williams, uh, isn't that like a hardcore pastor? That pastor that gave the, the, the obituary for uh, uh, Lisa Franklin. I like him, you know. He well, told the truth, you know. Well, I hear you, Angela, and I kind of share your sentiments. Uh, definitely, uh, Joel Oldstein is not the most biblical guy that you can find. In fact, to be honest with you, uh, a lot of his roots are in the word faith movement. Uh, where, you know, he believes if you speak it, you get it kind of thing, which, of course, isn't true. Uh, God answers prayers according to his will. You can speak it, uh, you know, according to John, First John five fourteen. You can speak it all day, but you won't get it unless God wants to give it to you. So the only reason I can imagine why uh, we have Kanye going in his direction is because his church has so many members. And based upon worldly standards, all right, that if you have a mm-hmm. lot of people, uh, then that means that what you're doing has got to be good. But that's not necessarily true, okay? Uh, a lot of people show up at a circus, but that doesn't mean a lot to yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not saying, so people get angry with me saying, I'm just you're calling uh, uh, Joel Osteen a circus act. No, but anybody who listens to his program would have to admit he really doesn't exegete Scripture too much. A lot of his sermons are the same, you know, do well, be good. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, he mm-hmm. has, uh, you know, he sounds a lot like a word faith teacher many times. So, But probably the popularity of Joel Olstein is what led him to that format. Now, I'm not saying that there's not some Christians there in his church. Uh, but definitely, you know, uh, he kind of supports homosexuality, say he would attend homosexual weddings, things of this nature. Uh, he's not that biblical a guy, in my opinion. Yeah, me too. And my other, my number two, I have three things maybe. Number two is, I listen to the show called The Breakfast Club. How come this guy calls himself Charlamagne the guy? And he's also so obsessed with the culture, the culture. You know, talk about, you know, it's like he, he feels like the culture um, tr- trumps God himself, you know. Why he calls himself Charlamagne the guy? You listen to that show? Uh, to which show is that? 
it's called The Breakfast Club. It come on FM 97. It's, it's the show that Kamala Harris was on when she was bragging about doing marijuana. That show. That show? Is it a political it's a, show? It's a radio show. It's like a black talk show. It's a radio show. It comes in the morning from 6 to, six to 9. It's called The Breakfast Club. Well, yeah, I have heard of it. I, I don't listen to it on a regular basis. I'm kind of familiar yeah. with uh, liberal mm-hmm. thought, and I'm not too much in. I, I don't learn much from it. So, uh, yeah. when you if have, you, you, uh, I say, when you have people that um, uh, you know believe in things like gay marriage and things of this nature, mm-hmm. uh, that's not a program that uh, is telling me anything that I necessarily don't know already about the liberal world. So uh, that is a, not a program. It's a rap I would radio show. Yeah, a rap it's radio a show. show. And and then yeah. right, and I'm you know I, I'm a a pastor. I'm not saying that all hip hop is bad, but I have a my my taste goes towards something more uh, biblical, let us say. Uh, but uh, but uh, even then, I already know what liberals are going to say about certain things, so I don't need to listen that right. much to it. I like but news programs. Calls themselves the host name is Charlemagne the guy. It's kind of like blasphemy to call himself a guy, isn't it, I guess? Well, unless you're representing God in truth, yeah, you're right. And and, and, the, and the show host is calling him self-God? No, the, the, the show, the host, um, his name is Charlemagne the guy. I guess it's a stage name. Yeah, I wouldn't, but, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't connect God to anything in my name. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. I'm, I'm taking okay, the safe then. route. Right. Then, how come the black community is obsessed with hip-hop? It's like, it, it, it's like they're worshipping like it's a guy, like hip-hop culture. It's like they're obsessed with it. It's like it's a, a guy for them or something. It's, they worship it constantly. It's all they well, care about. Well, if they replace it, it, R&B is, well, if uh-huh. they replace it with the gospel, they've got trouble because there's only one. And uh, definitely, uh, we need to realize it's not only blacks that are into hip hop. By the way, there's a lot of people, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, so you know, you know, there's a diverse amount of people that are in it. Definitely has its roots in the black community, but not just black folks. But uh, anything that's not uh, 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 supporting the Bible, anything that is supporting any kind of uh, of sin, should not be something we use for our musical or our recreational taste. Thank you, Angela. I appreciate talking to you. Open up that line for others to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. All right. Uh, Looking, uh, just answering, actually, the question we had yesterday. How do we know that the correct books were in the Bible? We see in Ezekiel chapter 13, always and only books that actually came from authentic prophets were placed in the Bible. False prophetic prophetic writings were not concluded, okay? So if we look at the process, uh, then we recognize that as soon as a, a prophetic book was written, it had a place in the canon. So it's not like you have to wait for a certain historical time when all of the books were acknowledged to be the Word of God. Let me make this statement, that the Word of God was known to be the Word of God as soon as it was written. Absolutely, okay? And I'm going to defend that from the text. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Now, I've got my mission, which is to teach the material I have here, but you have a mission also, and your mission is to get your questions answered. That's why you need to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, where we focus on the Word of God, nothing else, nothing less than the unadulterated Word of God, and we encourage you to call and be on this program, all right? All you've got to do is call. I am waiting for you. 
Uh, you can interrupt my train of thought because I'll get right back on the same train when I'm done talking to you. But I want to hear your questions or inquiries that you have about the Bible. That number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Now, Second Timothy uh, chapter 3, verse 16, my favorite verse in the scriptures, by the way, says this, that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. That's where your doctrine is supposed to come from, the word of God. Yeah, a preacher may preach it, uh, a teacher may teach it, but still they've got to be coming from the Bible. Every time the preacher opens the Bible, you should open yours and follow right along with what they're preaching or teaching. And if they don't go to the Bible, uh, why would you sit there? Right? What am I doing here? If I go to see a doctor, I'm looking for him to have some medicine somewhere. If I go to see a lawyer, he's supposed to be dealing with legal material in law books. So if I'm listening to a teacher, I don't care how eloquent he sounds or, you know, whatever, better be opening up the Bible. Because that is where life comes from. Not the eloquence of the speaker, but from the word of God itself. So, Second Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly finished unto all good works. Then Paul even goes on to say this, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Here is a warning to all preachers and all teachers right from God's word. Second Timothy 3. Uh, 16, okay, I've read that verse, okay, uh, going, going on down here to verse 17, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Then, 2 Timothy 4 and 1, I charge thee, here's the charge given from the word of God itself through Paul, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, not your imagination, not your eloquence, Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. That is the commandment that comes from the Bible to all teachers and preachers of the word. And we will be judged on how we carry out that commission. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Now, even though I'm uh, wrapping up a discussion that was started yesterday about how do we know we have the correct books in the Bible, you can call with any question that you have. Yes, you can. If you've got a question about the Bible, about the kingdom of the cults, about the occult, anything that has to do with Scripture Give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Our phone lines are wide open for you. This program is for you. It is a Bible-based program where I encourage you to call. So if you've got something on your mind that you want to talk about, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. We'll get to Tony when we get back, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, 
and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber and trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US MULO 52 weeks 71419 by UPC and LBO. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. When I competed in gymnastics, I used to love to talk about my health, my energy, and my will to win gold. But today, I want to talk to you about something I used to keep private my menopause. Between my hot flashes and night sweats and worse, my constant fatigue, I felt like a stranger in my own life. Nothing I tried could give me relief until I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. Amberin is not a drug and is 100% estrogen free and clinically tested. Thanks to Amberin now, my energy is back and those days of fearing hot flashes and night sweats are gone. I feel like myself again. Amberin works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. You know, most restaurants either have great food or great atmosphere. But every now and then, a restaurant reaches the pinnacle of both. Imagine sitting and having dinner in absolute peace and tranquility as your worries from the day melt away. Now, think of enjoying a juicy, sizzling steak. Maybe succulent St. Louis barbecue ribs are your thing. If a salad is more your taste, envision a Michigan salad with grilled chicken breast, sweet cherries, candied walnuts, blue cheese, and red onion. There's no need to daydream. Experience Westwind Grill in Oakland Township with beautiful views of its rolling hills and lakes nestled beside one of Oakland County's premier golf courses. Taste their mouth-watering menu year-round with specials every day, including Thursday night build-your-own-pasta, Friday night fish fry, and their spectacular Sunday brunch. Call 248-608-7830 or visit westwindgolf.com. That's west, W-Y-N-D, golf.com. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, listening to that Ben-Hur music, I love it. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Tony, see what is on his mind. Hello, Tony. <clears throat> Hello? Hello. Uh, yes, uh, I was uh, wondering along the lines of what you're talking about, the uh, canonized uh, scriptures, uh, the prophets, uh, and the, uh, if these thoughts uh, coming from the New Testament in any way line up with uh, what you're saying in any way, as when uh, Peter 
referred to Paul's uh, writings as uh, uh, scripture in in Second Peter three sixteen. Tony, you are uh, you are absolutely correct, absolutely okay. correct. That whole and that, also, mm-hmm. uh, well, I, also, I found it so interesting in First uh, Corinthians fourteen thirty seven. If any man thinks himself to be a prophet or spiritual. Let him acknowledge that the things I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. That's right. And that's what the Apostle Paul said. So right then, it explodes that myth. Now, nothing's wrong with studying uh, the uh, councils that met and affirmed that the Bible was the word of God. No problem with them. The Meritorian Canon 170 AD, they mentioned that the uh, New Testament documents were the word of God. But we have the word of God itself to let us know that it wasn't a council. It wasn't church councils that established that the Bible was the Word of God. Uh, It was established as soon as it was written and acknowledged as soon as it was written. Uh, Just like you see, and you very accurate, did a great job. 2 Peter 3, uh, uh, 16, it doesn't get any any better than this. Where here uh, we have, in fact, in chapter 3, it's so amazing the way uh, it's talked about. Let's look at it in some detail here. Second Peter chapter three, written by Peter, this second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you and both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance that you may. And listen to this. What a statement to make that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets. That's Isaiah, Jeremiah, you know, the quote. Right. then Amen. and of the commandments of us, the apostles of the Lord, yes. our Lord and Savior. Right, right here, exactly. Peter is putting the writing of the apostles in the New Testament on the same level as the Old Testament scripture. This was before any council met or anything, Catholic Church, anybody, right? So we see that it affirms itself. And then you already read it. I don't have to go over that one. 1 Corinthians 14, where Paul says, what I write unto you. In fact, Paul, he kind of uh, got uh, a little bit insulted, but we can't talk about it because he had to be inspired by God to do so, right? (laughs) Where he said, where what he says is this. In verse 36, he, he, he sounds astounded, yeah. right? In 1 Corinthians right. fourteen thirty-six, what came the word of God out from you or came it unto you only? Then he says in verse 37, if any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. But then guess what, Tony? He said, if you don't like it, he at verse, 30, <laughs> at verse 38, he says, but if any right. man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. I don't care. It's right. the, I'm writing scripture here when That's I write right. unto you. So uh, very good. That's You're right. exactly right. That is what lets us know that right off the bat, yes, councils did come, but all the councils did. They did not give the scriptures anything they didn't have already. They were just recognizing what was already there. And that's very important to get across in this study. And I'll be honest with you, if we look at other uh, religions, if we look at Buddhist thought or Hinduism, we don't see anything on this level. In fact, uh, in Buddhists, they don't have a a closed canon kind of idea, nor does Hindus, really. No. All right. Right. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, looking at the subject, by the way, of how do we know we had the correct books in the Bible? Now, there's a historical studies that can be done on this, and I recommend you to read uh, 
the evidence that demands a verdict by Josh McDowell, any material by Josh McDowell, goes into this in detail. Also, the, the late, great Norm Geisler in his book, The Introduction of the Bible, gives you everything you ever want to know. <laughs> Too much more to know there. Uh, letting you know that uh, the Word of God, how our books were collected, but understand this, they were acknowledged as Scripture as soon as they were written. We didn't have to wait for the Protestant Church, the Catholic Church, or any of that, right? As soon as they were written, recognized as the Word of God. The Old Testament apostles stand on the same footing as the prophets in that their works are inspired. They are divine literature and authoritative in the Christian life. That is why, for me, we can talk all day as long as we're talking about the Bible. If we're not getting our theology from the Bible, now, everybody might not see exactly the same on certain texts, but at least one thing we know, if I'm going to teach something, it's got to come from the Bible. And so if it's not coming from the Bible, and I can open up my Bible and show, in fact, that the Bible contradicts what you're saying, then somebody's got some trouble. And it's not going to be me. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Our phone lines are wide open, and we've got a lot of time. So if you want to call, call. If you call, we'll get to you. Just give us some time. We'll be glad to talk to you just like we're glad to talk to Tim from Sterling Heights. Hello, Tim. Hey, Pastor. Real good. Thanks for calling, buddy. Hey, man, nice to uh, Happy New Year to you and the missus. Thank you. Um, I was talking with a guy at work uh, actually the other day, and it was involving, he said he wanted to get a tattoo, and he's a Christian. And I said, you know, I believe it's Leviticus or Deuteronomy. There's something about marring your body, you know, tattoos and all that kind of stuff. And if that's true... That would be the old Mosaic law. Would that still hold true today? I mean, if I'm correct. Okay, in terms of uh, 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 dealing with tattoos? Dealing tattoos. Uh-huh. And yeah. What... Doesn't it say in Leviticus or Deuteronomy that that's uh, kind of not something you should do? Well, yes. Over in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 28, in fact, it's discussed. But let's look at it and see what it means. In other words, the question is, is Leviticus... Uh, chapter 19, is it condemning uh, tattoos or is it condemning yeah. something else? Okay. Okay. So let's yeah, look at it. That's a good way to put it. Leviticus, yeah. So in other words, because what you're doing is you're putting out a, uh, it's a question. It's a question. Uh, so, right. so what really is being, uh, 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 what really is being talked about in Leviticus 19? Let's go there. All right. So here, uh, if we're here, Leviticus chapter 19, we'll start at verse, let's say, 26, right? God is telling okay. the folks things to do and not to do, right? He says right. here in Leviticus 19 and 26, you shall not eat anything with the blood, neither shall you use enchantment nor observe times. Now, the thing to understand here is what he's mentioning in, in 26, all of it has something to do, Tim, with the occult, right? Uh, they would okay. eat the blood of animals, many believing that they would get the strength of that animal by eating its blood. Okay, neither shall you use okay. enchantment nor observe times. Okay, like horoscopes and stuff they have today. So he's condemning the occult. Notice, twenty-seven says, "You shall not round the corners of your heads; neither shall you mar the corners of your of thy beard." So he's talking about men in this case who would cut their beards in certain ways. So we're seeing first we see the occult being condemned in verse twenty-six, right? Then we see right. him saying not to cut the corners 
of your beard in a certain way. Well, what's that about? Okay. Uh, then he says at verse 28, you shall not make any cuttings in your flesh. Okay. So some say, see, see right here, no cuttings in your flesh. That's forbidding tattoos. But wait a minute. The verse isn't finished. Verse 28, again, Leviticus 19, 28. You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord, right? So what they were doing here was they weren't just putting tattoos on. What they were doing, these markings connected them with pagan deities, okay, for the dead, okay? Okay. They were doing this to communicate somehow in some kind of occultic way with the dead. So what's being forbidden is these kind of occultic markings, right? wasn't just tattoos in general, okay? Uh, For instance, in the Navy. In the Navy, they uh, have the anchor, which they give that as a tattoo. Actually, it stands for being anchored in Christ, okay? That's one religious symbol that has escaped the uh, the, the people who want to take away religious symbols. That's what it means in the Navy, okay? Uh, Okay. so, So I wouldn't say, I would not say that tattoos in and of themselves uh, are, are wrong. Now, I don't like them at all, okay? Now, I wouldn't mind putting Jesus on my arm or something like that. But other than that, it's kind of, I've seen some that I wish that people wouldn't have. Uh, but yeah, the Bible isn't yeah. condemning them altogether. However, however, some people want to take this uh, and say that it does. I'll tell you where they go with it. First, at verse 28, it says, You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead. But then it goes on to say, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. So you do have some in the body of Christ who see that part, you know, that bottom part that says don't make any marks on you at all. But I'm thinking that the reason why God said that is because they were so involved in occult practices, he wanted them to stay far away from it. I don't think a guy in the Navy who gets the uh, uh, the anchor on his arm or someone who gets Jesus or something good uh, is necessarily uh, under any kind of condemnation. But if it bothers their conscience, they need to stay away from it. But this does become one of the principal scriptures that's used uh, to de- dealing with tattoos. So I guess you could kind of tie that in with, like, say, MS-13, the gang, where they have tattoos. Well, that's still not called, yeah, well, but well, it's, yeah, you know, well, they do a lot of illegal stuff. Yeah, well, they'd be evil regardless of whether they had tattoos or not. But definitely we yeah. should not be doing anything that uh, uh, is in any kind of worship other than worshiping God. There shouldn't be any uh, uh, tattooing that's a part of occultic practices. But if a person oh, puts yeah. something uh, that's not that way on them, like, for instance, like I say, in the Navy, the, the anchor, it's a, really a symbol of Christ. It's a tattoo. I don't think anything is wrong with it. But at the same time, if a person reads this and it says, don't print any, any marks on you, I think the reason why God told them that was to keep them far away from occultic practices. But I'm not necessarily uh, uh, buying it that this condemns all uh, tattooing. But people have well, to sure make sure. Sound like it. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. But if people feel that way, they have a, a right. Just don't do it. Well, the young the young guy wanted to get a. He's an athlete, and he wanted to get a tattoo like his buddies. You know. Yeah. And I said, well, what kind of tattoo? And he goes, I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of people see they like to get tattoos of their loved ones. You know. <laughs> Uh, get their wife's yeah. name put on their arm or their husband's. But then what happens when they die, all right? You still got that. It's yeah. nothing wrong. But if you remarry that person with you, <laughs> they're looking and saying, wow, you know, might be good to yeah. think before you do it. I don't, uh, I'm, I'm happy with the body God gave me. 
I don't think I got to put any more marks on it. <laughs> no, at all. Well, I'm too old for one now, so yeah, you know, if I get too. one, it's just going to be all saggy. And <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting a cross on there, though. I thought about it. I wouldn't mind getting a symbol of Jesus Christ on there if I did get a tattoo at all. Yeah, I have seen some people with uh, their favorite Bible verse tattooed. Yeah, that's right. And you know, nothing can be wrong with that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Well, you put give me some uh, <clears throat> a better way to explain it to them now. Okay, but well, that's what this I, you know, about. I, you know, when I got a, a young 18-year-old kid ask me a question, I don't want to steer them wrong. Right, and you can definitely you show know? them the Scripture. This is the key one, by the way, that uh, that is used. But you can see what it really targets, because it also targets cutting your beard in a certain way, in an occultic practice to God. Mm-hmm. But definitely God isn't against shaving your beard. But if you're doing it for something to do with the kingdom of the occult, yes, it's condemned. Uh, and that seems to go into 28. But uh, some say they just would rather stay away from it altogether, and that's uh, their choice. They have to be careful, though, about condemning those who put uh, a mark on them that's really healthy and not harmful, even helpful if it's a symbol of Christ. Yeah, I guess every almost every professional sports athlete in the world is going straight to see the devil because of all the tattoos they got. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty on, of those going around. Yeah, it depends upon what they mean. Listen, thanks for calling, Tim. Hi, Pastor. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Moss. What do you want, Marcus? Well, going back towards the tattoo. Yeah. Now, you got a lot of the college sororities slash fraternities. What about branding? Branding? Well, branding what? I mean, you know, you got some of them, like, and I'm not going to pick a particular, but... Mm-hmm. There's a either, uh, I think, a fraternity. I, I don't know the, the, the difference between the male-female version of it, but let's say one of them has, like, an Omega sign. Okay. And they brand it into once you become that particular. Branding, that sounds like some heat is involved. Yeah. No, I would never do anything to hurt my body. No, but I mean, like is, it, is, it saying so, is it similar to a tattoo? It's similar to a tattoo, but that's going too far. I would not... <laughs> I'm not burning my body. I'm not either. No, that's kind of desperate. In fact, uh, unfortunately, a lot of a lot of the stuff they do in college is like uh, this sadistic kind of stuff. Rights you have to go through, uh, you know, get hit like you're a punching bag to be accepted, and this and that. All of that need, needs to be steered clear of. It's just it's just wrong. Okay, and uh, you know, in fact, a lot of problems. Some people, uh, young people, have gotten hurt. Uh, and so definitely that's not something that uh, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We need to be careful how we treat them. And so I'm talking about a, any kind of harmful uh, thing you're doing with your body. If that's the kind of tattooing you're talking about, uh, you're going too far. All yeah. Right. Thank you, Marcus. Good question from him. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. It's your show now. All you got to do is call. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms. 
like Beatrice, living in Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty, where 8 out of 10 children are chronically malnourished. When you pray for your children, what do you pray for them? She prays that God help her to give them at least one more day of food. So it's a daily prayer. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. Your compassion answers the prayers of moms like Beatrice. For a little less than a dollar a day, you can bring hope and love in the form of food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. You can make your life-saving gift now. Call 855-849-4673. 855-849-HOPE. 855-849-HOPE. Or click the Food for the Poor banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Don't you love that music from the Bible in the beginning? Yes, yeah, it's an old movie, but it's a goodie. It talks about Adam and Eve, Noah, and Abraham. Okay? If you haven't looked it up, go in into the 
Oh, uh, yeah, Cain and Abel as well. Go into the uh, DVD place or you can order. It's a good movie, old movie. Some of the best movies are the older ones anyway. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, Definitely, uh, hopefully you uh, got some insight into our discussion concerning how we know that the correct books are in the Bible. We need to understand that they were the Word of God was recognized as the Word of God as soon as it was written. Yes, church councils came to recognize what was done, but right off the bat you can see that uh, Scripture itself was honored as soon as it was written and collected in both the Old and the New Testament. All right, number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. It's your show now, guys. I don't have time to give you another challenge, but I do have time to let you challenge me or ask any question you have about the Word of God. So if you've got a question about the Bible, something you really want to know about, then give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss to show you how easy it is. All you have to do is what Frank is doing right now from Romeo. Hello, Frank. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Well, thanks for having me. All right. What is on your mind, sir? Um, I caught you talking about tattoos, and I wanted to get your opinion. Um, I found out my son got a tattoo, and I didn't know. Uh-huh. Um, so I didn't really know what to say to him. So I was wondering if I could get your help. Well, uh, what what is the tattoo looking like? Uh, it's a cross. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I, do, I would not, biblically, uh, myself, have any trouble with a tattoo that's a cross. Uh, especially if it's doing that to stand for Christ. Uh, because the Does only... it matter where the cross is at? Well, <laughs> not necessarily. Uh, if it's a cross, uh, uh, I won't ask where it's at. That might be personal. But if it's a cross, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what does the cross symbolize to him? Uh, he just got it because his friends got one. <laughs> he wanted one, too. Well, the and... only thing that really is condemned in Leviticus chapter 19, verse 28 Uh, as I was uh, uh, pointing out to the other caller, is where it says, you shall not, and this is in uh, Leviticus 19.28, you shall not make any cuttings in your flesh. And actually, this was more than tattooing. They were literally cutting into their skin uh, with a sharp object. Why would you do that? Well, you know, when you're practicing uh, devil stuff, you do anything. (laughs) Worshiping the occult. But even tattooing (laughs) does have some penetration, but probably they were doing more a deeper cuts, I would imagine here, with what Leviticus is describing. But notice it says, You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor print any marks upon you. I am the Lord. Uh, I am the Lord. Okay. Now, so what basically God was telling them, not to be practicing, in other words, you're not supposed to communicate with the dead. You shouldn't be putting any uh, printings in your uh, skin to try to communicate with, with dead. Dead folks, that's a cultic practice. So that's what is being uh, condemned, is dealing with the kingdom of the occult. If it's just uh, a, a, a tattoo uh, that's for artistic purposes, uh, something, if you want to put somebody's name on you, the Bible isn't necessarily condemning that. I still think you need to think before you do it from a practical sense, because once you get something in, on your skin like that, it's going to be there for a long time. As much as I love my wife, I would not like to get a tattoo, a permanent tattoo, with her name. 
because what happens is just not, you know, what, I wouldn't want her to do that for me. What if she, if, if, uh, she had my uh, name and I, and I died and she wants to get another husband? I don't think he's going to like looking it down there all the time. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we need to use some common sense with it. But the only thing that the Bible condemns in Leviticus 19.28 is the practice of the occult. The same way here, before we get to 28, where it says, you shall not, uh, and this was dealing with the men, you shall not round the corners of your heads, neither shalt thou mouth the corners of thy beard. Okay? Why was that? That was because that was observing occultic practices. Okay? They were cutting their, their beards in ways to honor pagan deities, and so that's why God condemned it. Not just um, uh, a tattoo in general. Okay, as we see people doing in the Navy, where they put the anchor on there that stands for being anchored in Christ. Okay. I just want to make sure it didn't matter where it was at. No, nothing says about where it's at. You might not like it. Now, you're still the dad, but I don't know. I might not be well, much. No, I just, just why would you put a tattoo on your butt? I don't get it. I don't know. I wouldn't, but that's your son. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Frank. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. You can call now. Stephanie, you don't have to call. You're already on, but just wait. We'll be right back. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. In response to the appropriate and precisely targeted drone strike against Iran's terror chieftain Qasem Soleimani, the former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick unleashed a singularly loathsome tweet. There's nothing new about American terrorist attacks against black and brown people for the expansion of American imperialism. Apologists for Kaepernick defended his dishonor to the national anthem as an example of patriotic dissent, but his latest eruption exposes him as an America-hating fool. General Soleimani was directly responsible for the deaths of at least 600 U.S. troops, including black and brown soldiers, of course. Killing General Soleimani while he perfected plans to kill more Americans was hardly a demonstration of imperialism, but rather an act of self-defense that bears no connection to Kaepernick's race-based screed. If the Nike company and other corporate sponsors continue to support Kaepernick's hateful extremism, then sane consumers should seek alternate sources for overpriced footwear. I'm Michael Medved. Sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds, mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. 
If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how sale and media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. The number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss and Marcus. That's the guy bringing us all this great, great music that I love. Let's go to Mary in Detroit. See what's on her mind. Hello, Mary. Hey, Pastor Moss. I'm just thrilled with that good old music. Bring back memories. Those are all my favorite biblical uh, movies. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. I love that music. Being her, and I can see Moses walking down the mountain about right now. With that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but anyway, ahead, I kind of asked you about Job. Okay. You, I don't remember. I think you said, I believe you said, in order to understand the book, Job, we have to read the last chapter 12 first in order to get the concept of the whole book. Well, I don't know if I necessarily said that about Job. Could be another. Did uh, when I said this, did I explain why? Mm, you said because uh, the final in that chapter says in the last chapters to fear God and to. Um, I got to get my Bible out. You know, you the Bible man. I got to get it out. <laughs> I but try to be. That chapter says that. Either it go off the air, but to fear God. And um, life is fleeting. It talks about that in chapter 11. Uh-huh. And uh, to fear God and, and not man. And I believe that's why you said read chapter 12, the last chapter first, because you'll get a better concept of well, all the Well, you're talking chapters. about Job, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, Job, though, has right. about, you know, it doesn't end until about chapter 34. But still, oh, Job, yeah, Job. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Ecclesiastes. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay, Ecclesiastes. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're exactly right. Please Ecclesiastes. Forgive me. Forgive me. No, that's okay. Everybody. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Ecclesiastes, uh, yeah, actually, yeah. in the first chapter, it begins to set the groundwork for you to understand. You cannot understand it without uh, looking at, the, at uh, the first chapter. The first chapter, in fact, uh, lets you know what the theme is going to be. For instance, here mm-hmm. in Ecclesiastes chapter 1. Uh, and it's very mm-hmm. important to read because Ecclesiastes says some stuff that's just not true unless you understand what the purpose of it is. And so it says here, for instance, in Ecclesiastes 1 and verse 3, What profit mm-hmm. hath a man of all his labor which he takes under the sun? Now, let me ask you this, Mary. What's under the sun? We are. We are. Okay. So yes, the book of Ecclesiastes are. is telling you what's happening on the earth without any reference to heaven. Okay. Just looking at things like a natural man. Once again, it says, it, it repeats it over and over again. Ecclesiastes 1 and 9. The thing that hath been is the thing which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. There is no new thing under the sun. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Solomon is trying to let you know from the beginning, I'm writing about things from an earthly point of view as if mm-hmm. there were no God, okay, involved. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He says the same thing in verse 13, 113. And I gave my mm-hmm. heart to seek and search out by wisdom concerning all things that are done under the sun, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. This sore travail hath God given to the sons of men to be exercised therewith. Verse 14, mm-hmm. I've seen all the works that are done under the sun. So once he tells us that, then we can understand what he says. Because he says some things like money answers all things. That's not true except mm-hmm. on the earth. Uh, he mm-hmm. says, and in fact, in verse 19, he blows you away. Ecclesiastes mm-hmm. uh, 3 and 19, look at this one. For that mm-hmm. which befalls the sons of men befalls beasts. Even mm-hmm. one thing befalls them. As the one dies, so dies the other. Yea, they all have one breath. Listen to this now. Uh, uh, Mary mm-hmm. says, so mm-hmm. that a man hath no preeminence above a beast. Now, you know, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Right. We are more important yes, to to God than beasts are. But from yes. a human point of view. Right. It, mm-hmm. It's if you don't have God in your life, it looks like what happens to the animals happens to, to mankind. Uh, verse mm-hmm. 21. It says this. Who knows the spirit of man that goes upward and the spirit of the beast that goes downward to the earth? Well, mm-hmm. uh, well, we know that when you die, especially if you're saved and born again, your spirit goes mm-hmm. to heaven. Animals, mm-hmm. they don't go to heaven. You know, when they die, they die. Uh, they just die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what, uh, so in order to understand Ecclesiastes, you have to know that it's telling you about everything that happens on the earth as if there was no heaven and uh, uh, and God didn't exist. All right. You don't okay. get, you don't want, he, at the end of the chapter, he tells you uh, that it's not true, that actually there is a God. So he says, uh, to remember it in Ecclesiastes 12 and 1. Remember now mm-hmm. the Creator in the days of thy youth, while thy mm-hmm. evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh. So he ends the book mm-hmm. by letting you know that all that he said, don't look at life from a natural man's point of view. You've got to realize that there is a God, okay? There is a God that you have to answer to. He was just writing the book to let you know what it's like, what it's like without God. And what he, he paints is a real bad picture. If there's no God, man, life is dismal. That's what Ecclesiastes is telling you. But that's why he's telling you to make sure that you honor God in this book. Mm -hmm. So you start off with one. And then, but you do, but 12. I know that's what, I'm sorry, you guys, everybody listen. I said, Job, I'm sorry. That's all right. I have my Bible open. <laughs> we can correct it. That's no problem, okay? Okay, so you got to do 12 and, and 1, okay, yeah. to get the whole concept. To get the whole concept. Unless you understand the theme of Ecclesiastes, it can mess you up. Jehovah Witnesses get their stuff from here. <laughs> that's where they deny the resurrection and things of that nature. Because they don't mm-hmm. realize that it's writing it from man's point of view, as if there was no God, he doesn't bring God back into the picture until Ecclesiastes 12 and 1. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate your call. That is what this program is all about. And we've got, well, I don't see any other callers here. All right. Marcus thought we had someone. He's just so anxious for you guys to call all the time. But listen, I appreciate uh, you. Our time is up now. We've only got a few minutes left. If you enjoy this program, what I encourage you to do is support it. That's all I need is your support. You can send donations to P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. And you can keep us going. We want to be here. want to be your biblical consultant dealing with the Word of God every day that we can. So we encourage you to come and be a part of that. Remember also the Bible studies that we have at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, uh, where 
On Monday, we have our Monday night Bible study. Tuesday, this, in fact, today, we had our prophecy class. We talked about Iran. We talked about Iraq. We talked about Russia. We talked about Gog and Magog, the future battle that God says is coming. And we tied it right into the news. Amazing discussion. That happens every Tuesday at 11 o'clock. We encourage you to come and be a part of Strictly Biblical. Quite a few people come to that class, even though it's at noontime. We encourage you to come. There's no tuition you have to pay. We do give out certificates, but all we ask you for is a donation. Bring your Bible. And we'll give you the rest of the material and also recommend other material for you to use. So, uh, Strictly has a lot of things going on. We encourage you to come. Give our church a call at area code 313-933-9270. And you can find out more about what happens at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Uh, definitely our Sunday service, where this Sunday we're going to be talking about what Paul had to say about running the race and making sure that you're ready when Jesus returns. There's only one way to do that, and Sunday at 11 o'clock, we're going to tell you what he says is how to do it. All right, just great being with you. Remember, uh, this number, some of you don't call to the end of the program. Why don't you call a little early? Maybe it's because you don't know the number right away. Here it is, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Call that number and you're right here on the air. And remember, even if I'm talking about something, you can still ask your question because I can go back to what I'm dealing with, but I always want to deal with what you have on your mind because this is the Bible Talk Program. This is Pastor Moss saying God bless you. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.